Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2416. Would you take a bet that would change your life? Probably not. Here's why. By Nir Eyal of nearandfar.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator. I read to you every single day of the year so that you don't have to go find articles or blogs yourself. I find the best authors online, in my opinion, and simply read them to you for free. So with that, let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. Would you take a bet that would change your life? Probably not. Here's why by Nir Eyal of nearandfar.com. Changing habits is hard, but what if there was a way to dramatically improve your odds of quitting even your worst habits? What if this method was shown to be over eight times more effective than traditional methods at helping people quit a stubborn addiction like smoking? Would you try it? The technique involves a wager. A recent study published in the New England Journal of Medicine showed that when people put money down, they were much more likely to accomplish their goals. In this case, people who risked $150 of their own money to win a $650 bonus prize were dramatically more likely to quit smoking than those who used traditional smoking cessation methods. Surprisingly, this group also beat out those who were offered an $800 reward with no deposit for staying smoke-free less attractive, but more effective. This technique clearly isn't for everyone. In fact, when I think about how I could apply this method to my own life, I cringe. There is irony in the fact that I'm scared to use a method I know to be so effective. At least I know I'm not alone. Very few people in the smoking cessation study agreed to put down the $150 deposit. As Nudge author Cass Sunstein wrote, quote, only 13.7% of the participants assigned to the deposit program chose to enroll in it, whereas 90% of those assigned to the reward program chose to enroll, end quote. The deposit option, according to Sunstein, quote, was much less attractive, but much more effective, end quote. Just how effective? Quote, 52.3% of those enrolled in the deposit program had sustained abstinence for six months as compared with just 17% of those enrolled in the reward program, end quote. There's clearly a lost opportunity here, but why did so few people take the bet? The study authors theorized that $150 might have been too much money for people to risk, but another possibility is that people were overly confident in their ability to win the bet. Since the value of the reward condition, getting the $800 prize had a larger net worth, $650 minus $150 of their own money, perhaps people thought they'd go for the bigger prize if they believed they were just as likely to quit. You'd expect the larger reward to have provided more motivation, and clearly it didn't. Chalk it up as another demonstration of one of the many quirks of the human psyche. 
Alternatively, people might have chosen the reward over the deposit not because they were overconfident, but because they lacked confidence in their ability to kick their habit. Perhaps people motivated to quit smoking were scared to put down the deposit because they somehow knew they would have to do the hard work of quitting. My intuition tells me this is more likely the case, but further research needs to be done. When it doesn't work. While this technique can prove effective, there are also many faults to this method. First, the most obvious weakness is that so few people are actually willing to take such a wager. My guess is that the biggest barrier to people not taking the bet is the imposition on their freedom. Previously, I've written about the psychological phenomenon of reactance, our tendency to reject threats to our autonomy. People generally don't like being told what to do, and taking the bet can feel restrictive. However, giving people the freedom to choose has been shown to increase compliance. Perhaps offering a limited number of cheat passes may disarm reactance by reminding participants that quitting is still their choice. Second, I doubt this technique would prove effective at stopping behaviors with constant triggers. For example, nail biting is a devilishly hard habit to break because biters are constantly tempted whenever they become aware of their hands. These body-focused repetitive behaviors are not good candidates for using this technique. Finally, and perhaps worst of all, this technique does not accommodate failure. Even in the smoking cessation study, some 48% of the participants in the most successful group did not achieve their goal. Behavior change is hard and people will inevitably fail. Therefore, any long-term behavior modification program must accommodate those who, for one reason or another, can't stick with the program. While the wager method is more effective at stopping certain behaviors for certain people, it is not a perfect program. This technique is yet another tool for healthful behavior modification that works under the right circumstances. Here's the gist. The wager technique provides a consequence for doing or not doing a particular behavior. The threat of losing money can encourage certain behaviors while deterring others. While effective at changing certain behaviors, the wager technique has several limitations, including few people are willing to take the bet, the technique is not appropriate for changing behaviors with triggers that cannot be avoided, for example, nail biting would not be a good behavior to attempt to change using this technique, and the program does not accommodate failure. You just listened to the post titled, Would You Take a Bet That Would Change Your Life? Probably not. Here's Why, by Nir Ayal of nearandfar.com. Thank you to Nir. It's an interesting one, and I can't remember ever in my life putting money up to build a habit, although this is something I'm going to talk about in tomorrow's episode as a possible option. I get what he's saying because when I personally think about why I haven't used this tactic, I think it's that fear of loss, losing that money, which like he said, could stem from a lack of confidence in myself to actually get it done. In the case of building an exercise habit, my mind might go to, but what about when I'm traveling? What if I'm sick or really busy? These are not great excuses to not get moving, but that's where the mind can go. And by the time it comes back around to thinking about that bet, it's like, eh, well, there are too many factors outside of my control and I might not be able to make it happen. And I don't wanna lose the money. So we don't take the bet. 
even though, like Nier mentioned, we're upping our odds of success significantly. It's a huge difference in success rate. But just thinking about whether or not we're willing to put up money to change this habit can be enlightening. It could get at the root of the issue. You'll see where our minds take us to get out of doing that bet. Maybe we can use that knowledge to fight back and improve our odds of success. So suggest just even thinking about that today. Would you take that bet? Why or why not? Feel free to share the answer with me. You can always get in touch at oldpodcast.com or by replying to my weekly newsletter, which you can also find at oldpodcast.com. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow where in my commentary, I'll share a bit more about this idea and where your optimal life awaits.